Say my name, say my name. Oh, we going? Yeah. All right. Rough, rough diamonds in my bag. <laughs> Wanna dance to my outfit like that? Okay, let me show you what's in my bag. <laughs> uh, That's just so fucking stupid. <laughs> my bag by Idol. Please go look. Rough, rough well, diamonds in my bag. So your bag is dirty. No, she has rough diamonds. She says she has rough diamonds. Rough, rough diamonds in my bag. bag. Oh, your diamonds look rough. You need to get them, cl- get them cleaned. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. Sup, fool. Sup, fools. Bro, he look like Neo. <laughs> when he gets you. ready. <laughs> oh, don't do that. So when Steve goes to suckle on a blanket, he like pulls the blanket into him. But when he's doing it, he's like. <laughs> he over <there> like. <laughs> It's so funny. Sup, fools. <laughs> Welcome to the MSI's hey. podcast. My name is Nicholas. Hey. That's Admin. Hey. We're a couple of mans with tans here. No underwear. Me too. I have boxers. Yeah, but your booty don't shake like this. Oh my God. So I was filming this video for TikTok and um, I was wearing boxers and I had to refilm it. Like, thank God it looked because my full nut was just hanging out like the whole time. I think I turned it on accident. Wait. No. (laughs) You're like, I think I turned it on accident. Turns it completely to you. I'm not even in it. You're like, "Ah, that's better. It's fine. Um so hey. Hey. Hey guys. ASMR. (sighs) That's the sweet sounds of coffee. This is our lowest listened podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone's like, thank you. We're done. Mm-hmm. It was like audience retention, like one minute. Mm. <laughs> anyway, to be honest, we originally said that we were going to do a podcast talking about rough, rough um, diamonds mm-hmm, in my bag. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, what is that called? Like family view. No culture. We were going to talk about like, um, Pop culture, sorry, because there was so much going on. Oh, well, we, I just suggested it. I yeah, well, when you suggested it, we decided that we were going to do it on pop culture uh-huh. and everything that, because there was a lot going on at the time. The Will uh-huh. Smith situation just happened. And then, uh-huh. honestly, I don't give a f anymore. Yeah, so stupid. Like, it's so I, stupid. People are just so heated. Ain't that deep, man. It's a smack. Like, go get some deep dick or a deep dish pizza because this shit is not that deep. You wasn't this pressed in elementary school when they slapped you and took your crayons. Oh my God. So I actually got smacked. So in grade school. Um, Somebody smacked you in grade school? So in SK, JK, SK, yeah, SK. Start. Senior kindergarten. Senior. We had junior kindergarten, then senior kindergarten, then grade one. I got freshman. I guess. sophomore. I guess. Anyway. <laughs> so this girl, I won't name her, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I actually ended up dating her. Huh. Um, and then she got kicked out of my grade school in grade eight. And they made her go to high school because no other grade school would take her because she fought our principal on the bus. Ooh. So how this starts is in SK. She mm. slapped the shit out of me. Mm. So I was playing with the cash register mm. like machine. Mm. And she was like, well, I want to play with it. And I was like, you can play when I'm done. But I was done because she smacked the she Will Smith me. So she bullied you is what that was. Yeah. But she... then we dated. Hmm. Anyway. So <laughs> did you smack her? Cheeks. cheeks oh my god i was in grade school when no. you dated her yeah oh anyway we're moving on 
So I got real James Charles. I'm sorry, y'all. I did not mean to take it there. Well, I didn't get James Charles because I was also a child. Those yeah. were two children. Yeah, but I'm talking about it. Like, anyway. Yeah, sure. Anyway, ahead. you know what? Go so ahead. just sh- move on. Guys, stop it. Okay, so we are do you want me to move this water bottle? Why didn't you guys say anything, you weirdos? Okay, so <laughs> like hello. Mm-hmm. I have we're gonna take a quite a turn. Oh yeah, this has nothing to do with the topic. Actually, we like the to- actual topic has nothing. To, it's not. Go ahead. Okay, so <laughs> buckle up. Be- do you want me to move my Kleenex too? You guys are like, and my hair tie. Stop. You gonna move your phone too? No, you because my that. questions are on the phone. Um. <laughs> so, uh-huh. I have had a lot of thoughts recently about about. It's like, oh <laughs> he got some questions. Y'all. I don't know why he's trying to dance around this right now. He got questions for me that's related to shit, and he want to know what the fuck going on. <laughs> Dear God, okay. please help, Jesus. Please take the wheel. Um. So because of the way you like worded that, like I can't say yes. Um, I have so not in those terms, but I have questions about. Edmund's experience being black in this world mm-hmm. um, because I've been watching some stuff lately mm-hmm. where people have been talking about race identity mm-hmm. and what that means to them and there's a lot of people's experiences who are so different and because I'm clapping those cheeks I figured I would ask you what your experience is <laughs> okay i let those cheeks do the clapping while while i'm not clapping those cheeks you could tell me about your story okay so anyway <laughs> the real reason is because in the last four years that we've been been together mm-hmm. you have taught me four years eh? i know that's gay. elderly my parents are going to be together for 40 years isn't that crazy i don't know about all that married 40 they act like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so because in that time, I feel like I've learned so much from you about what is like right, wrong, socially mm-hmm. acceptable, not acceptable, what's changed, everything. And in um, racial injustice and then like all this other stuff, not race related, but just like topics like... Um, like trans and all those different things that I never knew. You just taught me a lot anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I realized like <laughs> you've never talked to me about your experience really. Mm-hmm. You've talked to me about like the world's what is correct and all that stuff and mm-hmm. like facts that have been falsified. Yeah. All that stuff. But yeah. so I was like, wait, hmm, maybe I should ask you these questions. Mm-hmm. One, because I was going to ask these questions off the podcast for a disclaimer like this was not for a podcast mm-hmm. i started writing these just because I, was, I started with like three and i was like oh i just have a couple questions for you but i need to remember them so i gotta write them down because let me tell you i don't remember shit mm-hmm. and so then i was like okay so now i have 10 you loud as hell <laughs> bring it down a little bit am i loud yeah it's coming in on the thing over there hello so mm-hmm. yeah i just have some questions about your experience mm-hmm. thank you <laughs> okay that was it yeah yeah um and also i know that like 
the topic of um, race can be uncomfortable for people in general and a lot for interracial couples. Mm -hmm. Like that can be really uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And there's people who... Um, how do I word? Careful. Yeah, no, but there's, you know, there's couples that feel like, sorry, you see them and it's like, clearly that man has lost his yeah culture or his... People be cones for sure. Sometimes people lose their way. People be cooning like a motherfucker. They get their white man and lose their minds. And Google Maps cannot help them find their, their way. <laughs> so... <laughs> But I and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that like maybe no, I understand why the, the other party like just from my perspective maybe mm-hmm. the other party is the like the not black party because mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be what I mean like any you know mm-hmm. other op- race that is not black mm-hmm. can be the louder more dominant party I guess personality wise and maybe that would make somebody who has feel like that they, uh, they've had to tone down their culture. Mm-hmm their whole life Mm. maybe not be able to approach that person and be like this is my experience Mm -hmm. you know anyway so i'm gonna ask you some questions thank you very much okay so we're gonna start number one here we go this is the one you asked me last night wasn't it um well just that there's how i'm starting is there's people who Mm-hmm. identify as african-american yes. and don't like to be called black mm-hmm. there's people who prefer to be called black mm-hmm. there's people who prefer to be called haitian first there's mm-hmm. people who prefer to be ca- you know what i mean um what i don't how care. may i address you i don't care big booty bitch no <laughs> you don't want that one no oh, okay <laughs> i don't did i lie no it's pretty thick it's pretty thick Damn, boy, he thick. Okay, um, so black. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't care. Like, I, I don't yeah. care. I don't no, care. just I like, know that like if someone was like, um, like if I if someone had said your blackness, like that might make someone else feel like uncomfortable that yeah. they were saying it like that. Mm-hmm. But I can address questions like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Okay. So, real quick question. What is being black to you, Edmund Hogan? What do you mean, like the definition, or just like how to I feel you. about it, or just like what? What is that's like a broad I know, question. I know, but like, what is being black to Edmund Hogan? Like, what does that mean to you? If someone said, like, I'm black, what does that mean to you? That mean that you actively identify with because like motherfuckers be like different tones and shit like that too which is why it's important for people to say that they black if they agree with being not agree with being black but like align with their blackness and as far as like being black go i feel like to me that's just like aligning with and being fully for and like uh, a part of like the struggles and like the 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 experiences and um everything that go along with being black like it's one of those things that i can't really articulate completely but i know it when i see it and i can identify it when i see it but like to sit back and have somebody go what is being black yeah. it's just like i can't really say it because like the shit that i would say can be for any goddamn body right i could i could say about like being proud and who you are and blah blah, blah but like asians do that like the Arabic people do that. That's not like nothing specific to black people, but like 
there's a certain type of that sort of thing that other people don't got to do that we got to do for ourselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I don't know, I can't really articulate it in the right way. There's a probably a big group of people as well who are black, but mm-hmm. say that that's not their experience. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's like, what is interesting about that question is like, like that girl had said that on that video I showed you where she was like, to me, being black and my black experience is like mm-hmm. being followed in stores and all of these different things. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of very privileged black people who don't experience that, mm-hmm. who, who refute that. Refute? Yeah. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I was just like, what is Edmund's definition of mm-hmm. being black? Yeah. Okay. I mean, so that's my, you know. Yeah. Thing. I mean, I like shit. So that's part of it too. If you're on the line with shit, I kind of look at you sideways. But like, I know everybody don't live the same. Now, way what is. Bro, it's shit is the same shit. It's, it's the black version. The best way I can explain it, it's the black version of like a redneck with white people or like. In, uh, 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 what they call these motherfuckers, bro. Um, you know, everybody got their group of just like the loud, boisterous, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how Jamaicans be? You feel me? That's They're shit. very confident. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like shit. Got it. <laughs> La- understood. Um, okay. Um, mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. So my next question was, Mm -hmm. what do you say to the people, because there is a large group of people that don't relate to the black experience and don't identify with that race identity and don't like the fact that the, because they didn't live that experience Mm -hmm. that, um, to be black and have the black experience and don't connect with that Mm -hmm. globe, like as the, as we've seen so publicly, like people are like the black experiences are these, unfortunately, uh, bad events mm-hmm. and like things that have happened to you that made you, um, as a kid, act a certain way, move into your adulthood and mm-hmm. the way that you navigate life. Mm-hmm. And there's a large group of people who don't feel that way, who are black and think that that is harmful to the black stereotype like what do you feel about how do you like if someone said that to you so say i was also black and you told me say i just transformed into nikita and now i'm interviewing you i'm nikita dragon and now i'm black nikita dragon okay what's up nikita oh god (laughs) (laughs) um and i said to you like i don't i didn't have that experience and i feel like the way that you're saying that is harmful to what like kanye said Mm. like that's not the experience anymore. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. Like, mm-hmm. what would you say to that person? I would say to them that just because you didn't experience it, I would say the same thing to them that I would, that I would tell to white people. Because in my personal view, I feel like, so when it, so when it comes to just people in general, like if you even take race aside, like just put that to the side, there's still like classism and like elitism and like all the other shit that goes into like, the socio, uh, the socio, not socioeconomic. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but like the, the, the sociology of people, I guess I would say. Like, there's a bunch of different factors that go along into that besides race and shit like that. So, like when you when people like that 
I come in contact with them, or I talk to them, or I hear about them and shit like that. Like the thing that I realized with them is that I feel like they connect more to like their superiority, I guess, a bit. Like I didn't go through that, so like I don't have to deal with that because I'm up here type shit. Yeah. And at least in my mind, that's how I see it. I could be completely wrong and they just don't see it at all. Like it's just not even something in their it's mind. It's almost like you're not talking to a person who identifies as black. You're talking to a person who identifies as privileged. Yeah. Exactly. Like, it's more like that. Like, yeah. you're talking to a person who defines themselves by their privilege. Because let's keep it real. Like, the same things that happen to black people, the same thing that happen to everybody. We just get it. We get the worst end of it. So, like, white people deal with the same things, too, right? Like, they deal with police fucking with them and shit like that. Not to the extent that they do with us. Mm-hmm. But, like, look at, look at the numbers and the statistics and shit like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. white people get it, too. Uh, uh, Hispanic and Latino people get it too Like all that type of shit Indigenous right? people oh Indigenous God. people get it Like everybody get it We just get the worst of it So like If Or even outside of that Just like the classism part Like white people With more money And more stature And shit like that Blah 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 Look down on Poor white people And it's mm-hmm. been like that That's why like That's when slavery And shit was going around That's why they had to Poor white people out there Making sure that My people was in line And doing what the fuck We needed to do it wasn't the rich white man with a motherfucking suit on coming out there whipping us. It was these right. poor white people that they was paying to do it, right? So, like, it, it, it I don't it's know. It's like, I, I, no, I think of the way you're saying it as like a, like a business. Like, yeah. Um, you have the CEO who doesn't do anything, he yeah. sits at the top yeah. and they go, you do this, you do this, yeah. you do this. Then you have the people under that who are like almost the most confident because they have the best job. Yeah. They're just delegating what the CEO told them, but the, they're like right under the, the hot shit. And then you have the people who are well, like, feel like they did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but still aren't being given like the best mm-hmm. opportunity. And mm-hmm. then you have the people under them who are telling black people mm-hmm. what to do mm-hmm. or Mexican people mm-hmm. or, you know, like when Kelly Osborne said she thought, remember when she thought she did something and she said, Trump, if you want to get Mexicans out, who's going to clean your bathroom? Yeah. What an idiot like, lady. Girl, but it's not. like you have people like her who think they're doing something, mm-hmm. but really aren't helping. I don't know. It's just like, it's just like you can have that view, I feel like, as a black person that you, because some black people don't experience this shit, right? Like they don't, because they live in better neighborhoods or they got, you know what I'm saying? All type of different shit. But Generational like, wealth on a different level. You know level what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like everybody was, every black person wasn't poor after slavery. And there's, people forget that there's like wildly wealthy black communities, like yeah. entire towns that are Historically like wealthy. Historically have been like that for yeah. generations. Yeah. So it's just like, I would just say that just because you don't see something happen don't mean it's not happening. And like, just because it's not your everyday struggle that you got to deal with don't mean that somebody else ain't got to deal with that shit. Like, yeah. And I feel like because you have that detachment, that like environmental detachment, that mental detachment, that like all sorts of different detachments that niggas like me got to go through, um, I would say maybe just shut the fuck up because you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Because you don't, because yeah. you don't experience it, right? Like yeah. Beyonce, don't know what the fuck. Well, she, it, her. I'm gonna be careful. The bees, because you know how y'all be. You know how I know how you girls like to tussle, but like, you know, Beyonce, don't know what the fuck it's like to be a a a, a, a street nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know what you grew up like, but I definitely know. Her parents had some money. They weren't yeah. like super duper rich, but they was alright. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she kind of get an understanding because Jay Z came from nothing, but like. Unless but you've even, been through it, it's, but even different. Like, it's completely different. 
Okay, so maybe even like if she's never really even experienced it, she still was able to make art to benefit it and mm-hmm. positively impact because she the black community. She yeah, so that's it. the so difference. Like, she's yeah. not that person who's going to come to you and be like, "That's not my experience." Right. She's going to be like, "I get that this is a real thing." But I guess I'm saying in the sense of like people like her and her like those are the people who probably are kind of just like the people you're talking about. Yeah, potentially. I don't know. I, I don't know. I could, I could probably not know what I'm talking about. So I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Um, so I read somewhere. Mm-hmm. This is what I asked you yesterday. I read somewhere that I didn't let him. He really wanted me to ask him all these questions yesterday. And I said no because I want to hear your answer for the first time. I don't want to have to rehear it. Mm-hmm. Like that way, it's more organic because I'm gonna have com- questions like as you answer things. But yeah. so what? The, I gave him a preview, and the preview was I read somewhere once I started to look into race identity mm-hmm. that. Some white European man Mm -hmm. decided what race identity was and Mm -hmm. gave black and white. And I mean, I don't know if he gave brown and stuff, but Mm -hmm. anybody with darker skin was like they were named or decided that they were black to create a divide to be like, you are not white you are less that to create a, a class of people mm-hmm. to um identify a class of people mm-hmm. and now people that's like everybody people's identity is race mm-hmm. they identify as what they are do you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah. so how do you feel about that that it was actually like designed to separate people and now people are using it Still, however many bajillion years later, Mm. to separate people. Mm. I don't give a fuck. Okay. Okay. Very (laughs) profound. Yes, yes, yes. I don't really care because like, I mean. I didn't know that. And I never, it never even occurred to me or I never thought to be like, where did that even come from? That someone would be black or white. Mm. Like I never thought about it. Mm. And then I just was like, it just like hit me. And I was like, Google. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> where did race come from <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like yeah that's wild to me i mean i don't, like, I don't like it I, goes back that far but I, but like humans have the propensity to like what's, what's that word like the they, they do it a lot to like categorize things and organize things it's just like human nature like yes. we all do it so it's just like to have these different, I mean, even though it came from some bullshit, but like to have these different variations of like races yeah. and like classifications of people and shit like that, like whatever, like, okay. Like we all know that male and female are just things right. that we made, right? Yeah. But we still use them and to Boy, categorize girl things. And all that. And we like, made up gender. We use it. Like it's useful to do that. So like yeah. to have, racist even though we all just from the same shit at the end of the goddamn day we just different parts of the planet um i don't really give a fuck that some white man decided to call me black and call you indian then called yeah. maria uh she from vietnam philippine filipino and like i don't, I don't give a like okay so yeah. what it bit you in the ass any goddamn way because when you categorize different people then you can figure out who getting what the the worst which is why they say black people get it the worst because we have yeah. that differentiation between black and white yeah so good job white man he's yeah. dead anyway fuck him fuck <laughs> <laughs> you bitch uh, um okay Stupid. this this is like a very 
maybe I'll, uh, I'm going to switch this question to after. Why? Because I think it's like an all-encompassing question. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want it to be the last one. Okay. After I ask you all these like different things. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your first hand view at your white friends growing up? And like, did you compare your experience to theirs ever? All the time. Because it was different. It's, you can't just see something different than what you used to and not compare it to what you had going on. I'd say like the earliest I can remember. Well, yeah, I guess I can say the earliest I can remember. It's just like going to my white friend's house and like, high school and just how like different they talk to their parents and like how their parents call them and they don't come or just like how they go to dinner and it's like oh i don't want this and it's like what you mean you don't want it like i remember the first time my homegirl <laughs> screamed at her mom's i was like yeah, i got the ducking i was like oh she about to come in here and beat your ass like you crazy and nothing happened i was perplexed i didn't know what the fuck it was astonishing to the me woman her was didn't too, stunned, too stunned to speak I was like, what the fuck is going on around here? <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, when you see different people li- live differently, you can't help but just be like, damn, that's different. Like, that's mm-hmm. wild. Mm-hmm. You know? But I think that's important, though. You yeah. You to see how other people live and shit. Get your black ass on somewhere. What are you doing? Look at him looking for trouble. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get into some shit. Sit your big ass down. <laughs> um... How old do you think you were? I want to say like 15. Okay. Some shit like that. Because prior to that, I didn't have a lot of white. I didn't have I was going to say, did have you have any white friends in grade I school? I did, but like I didn't go to their house okay. or like hang out with them for real. Like I only had white friends. My first, my very first friend was this white girl named Katie in like uh, first grade. That was my dog. It's such a white name. Yeah. Katie. <laughs> She's a little white girl with like dark the dirty blonde hair like she was just a white girl but like Katie. it was whatever she was cool she was yeah. straight you know what i'm saying i ain't never i ain't think i ain't think shit i didn't think shit about race until like fourth grade when this girl and her brothers had called me and my sister some niggas because we was walking past them and i didn't know what the fuck that was about and then i went and told my mom about it and i just saw how like visceral their reactions was and i was just like oh that wasn't good. It's not good. <laughs> oh. Because because at home because at home we said it like we talked like that. Yeah, like, like all growing up like the N word was just and then this white girl said it. I know you call my dog it because he black as hell. I know, but you know <laughs> Edmund used to have a dog that he called little <laughs> little nigga. Yeah, and I'm like I he will he'll never respond to me because yeah. I don't I can't. Yeah, he doesn't know his name. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of blew that one. Yeah, I was like, "How will I ever?" What like, was his name though? Um, Jedi. Jedi. I was like, Jedi doesn't know his name is Jedi. Mm-hmm. How will I ever get mm-hmm. a hold of him? Because mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking about it. I was just like, "Come here, little nigga," and yeah. then like that's just. So it's just like, <laughs> like it was just a whatever, yeah. and then this white girl said it. But like she said it angrily and like mm-hmm. forceful, and then we went back. It's like yeah, she was like yeah, niggas get the what. And then mom was like she called you a what? And then it was just like you're like she called me what you called me. It's like what? what? Yeah, <laughs> like I thought. I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. How did that feel though? Like realizing that that was not. Did you have like conflicting thoughts about? Like, did your mom say like that word was bad that she said? Like, did you have conflicting thoughts about that, or what did you? Nobody ever taught me. That's a question I have in here. That, that, oh, well, then here we go. 
<laughs> Nobody ever yeah. taught me that like that was a problem. Like I had to learn that on my own at like through my own experiences and shit like that. Like which is weird cuz like you would think that they'd tell you me growing up they need to worry about that type shit, but they just my parents just didn't. Like I don't know why they didn't. I don't know what that was about, but yeah. um no, out out no, out cool. out out um so like i didn't think shit about it like i was more upset that she was that the girl and her brother was like trying to press us like bitch we'll beat your ass in this motherfucker like, yeah you, you were like, like this girl was just it was just the aggression to it wasn't us aggressively what it was yeah you know what i'm saying and um it wasn't until like later on in my life to where i want to say I, I was like like late high school i would say well, like mid to late high school to where it was just like no nah, yeah this should really matter bro like it really do it really yeah. is real important it's very important um get your uh, go come on go no go go out 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 I'm trying to eat he's, on the goddamn everything like, what are you doing he's like over there at Sit the down. table trying to like make a mess like damn um it wasn't until later in high school when you realized, oh, shit. Like, I got to thinking back to, like, a bunch of shit that would just, like, annoy me. Like, it was annoying that, like, every time I went to a store, I was getting followed. It was annoying that, like, motherfuckers would speak to me in certain, mm -hmm. like, white people would speak to me in, like, certain tone. Like, older white people would speak to me kind of, like, crazy mm -hmm. type shit like that. Or, like, motherfuckers at school would get suspended longer if they were black and got into a fight but the white kids came back yeah. like it was just like stupid like that's dumb it's stupid like what yeah. the fuck but it wasn't until i got older and i was just like oh that's what this is racist <laughs> when did you first hear the word racist like when was that i don't remember i ain't gonna sit here and lie to you yeah i feel like i heard it a lot but like did you not you just didn't know what well because also too like in like school and shit like that like did you learn about racism we learned about um like slavery and all that shit but the way that they teach it in america yeah, i was gonna say the way that they teach slavery in america is almost in this like it, it's in the past like yeah. it's not that, no, it's no longer a thing worry, anymore Scott like here as well <laughs> <laughs> like in canada we learned the same thing they just like yeah slaves got free and then it was fine until martin luther king got shot but then it was fine until but then it was fine until like you know what i'm saying yeah. like that's how they teach you so like when you're young, and that's the only thing that you're getting taught, because again, back home, they're not teaching me shit about being black or what black is or no shit like that at all. Like, you just attach yourself to what the, fuck the white man tell you you're supposed to feel about the shit until you get to educating yourself later in your life and realizing, oh, damn, my whole life was a lie growing up. <laughs> Do you think it's like the parents' responsibility to teach? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. If you are black and you got black kids, you need to teach your kids everything you understand about being and black. And when do you think that's like appropriate to start talking about? Because, um, so Garcelle mm -hmm. from the Housewives, she has teenage boys mm -hmm. and she said like that she started very young talking mm -hmm. to them about it. And she was like, I actually like, so she got pulled over and she was like, you know, I was really scared. But I was really happy that it happened because we had a very positive experience mm. to show my son like how to act, how to appropriately act, how to appropriately be in mm -hmm. the situation, and mm -hmm. that it's not always bad, but you always have to act this way. Mm -hmm. Like, I would say around like 10 and older. Because I know there's, uh, sorry, I also watched a 
clip i've been very curious mm-hmm. um a clip about like people are saying like well don't bring it up too early because you're going to taint their youth and blah 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 blah, blah right but it's like but so when not, do you but that's not but that's some bullshit because yeah. and like the, the question of when is hard in itself because like i say like 10 around that age just because there have been children black kids who've been killed yeah. at that age by racists like yeah. But it's also just like, well, does your child understand that type of thing mm-hmm. at that age? Especially in this environment now where everybody just seems to be more like accepting and like it's all shit like that. It's almost harder now. Like it's harder because Because people that. are more visually, uh, like um, outwardly like accepting. Mm-hmm. So it's almost harder to like navigate who is racist and who's not. Because it was easier back in like my mother's time or like my grandparents time at least just my grandmama was telling her this shit before which i didn't think about until she said it it was like a little after i don't say it's a little after the trayvon martin shit um or just before um the sandra bland shit it was like in that weird like two three year period but her grandma was just like like nowadays it's because her grandma, just for context, her grandmother was the first black nurse at the Toledo Hospital in Ohio. And she grew, she was working in there for years, being called the black nurse, the nigga nurse, all that type of shit. So she already know what type of time it is. With such racism it's like, else. I will pull this plug right here. You got one time to fucking call me a racial slur, bitch. I will unplug this, bitch. This will be your last breath, bitch. <laughs> I swear to God, bitch. I'll put the wrong medicine in you, bitch. I will end you right It'll here. It'll be at a you have to be so strong in that environment too because these people who are like fighting for their life in there like um like patients Mm -hmm. still have the energy to Mm -hmm. call you out of your name and it's like you still have to sit there and Mm -hmm. take care of them absolutely that is an that is a level of patience i could i couldn't even fathom yeah couldn't even fathom but her grandma was telling her that like Nowadays, it's significant. It seems significantly harder to figure out who the enemy is because back in her time, they would call you the nurse. But nowadays, they just give you the lesser job, or they give you less pay, or yeah. they'll like do some stuff. But they'll put a smile on your face and do it. Yeah, I just actually saw this. Uh, it was a headline thing, but um, I wish I remembered what company it was. But this girl was talking about this company she used to work at. It's like a massive one. I just don't remember. Mm. Um, she finally quit she's white but she's like i finally quit because i couldn't handle the fact that in training they taught us different words to call black customers Mm -hmm. to be like so and so is here make sure we watch over that like code Mm -hmm. things like that and and this is happening like 2022 and she was Mm -hmm. like i had to quit like i i can't stand by this and she Mm -hmm. like spoke out about it i don't remember the company but yeah like Mm -hmm. it's harder now because um racists are more creative than ever Mm -hmm. oh my god it's very creative yeah but the, the thing the one thing that i do it's it's harder in like day-to-day shit but racism always gonna be racism always gonna be racism like you can't look at what's going on in the ukraine and see how they told them africans to stay and, yeah. and wait while everybody else got on them trains and like you can't tell me that's not shit else but racism yeah so those clear-cut sort of examples thank god we got those to mm-hmm. use but like even then it's kind of harder because it's like they'll still have that okay but that's the ukraine like i live in america yeah you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like there's always gonna be people though who do that. Like, okay, but okay, but mm-hmm. you could say like, oh well, it's it's still in America. They're like, well, not in my state. Okay, mm-hmm. now it's in my state. Well, not in my town. Not in my town. Not who, in my block. There's people who tell me it, in nowadays that like where they grew up there was not racism. It's like was it wasn't, or you just didn't see it because you're white. Mm-hmm. Like, shut the fuck up. 
I didn't know that it existed. Yeah. And I obviously don't have the same like level of experience as you had, but I was followed around stores because I was the brown kid in a mm. white town. Mm. I went to an all Italian school. I was very lucky mm. that a lot of those kids were brown. Like there's like brown Italians and white mm. Italians. But like I was my best friend. I wasn't allowed to go over to her house because I was too dark. What the, mm-hmm. what the hell? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to me. And so but even then, I never knew. Yeah. My parents never taught us that. Mm-hmm. So I was like you when I, when I was like, this is just annoying. Like, stop following me around. Like, this is so stupid. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you following that kid around? Yeah. And it was just annoying. Mm-hmm. I was never taught about racism mm-hmm. other than it doesn't exist anymore. And even hearing that, hearing when you told me that shit, it's just like compounded everything I've learned about race over the past 10 years and just that like how deeply ingrained it is into like the fabric of most societies yeah. to where you didn't even realize that you were being racially profiled i just when thought it was, was happening to you in your face i thought i was just That's a kid crazy. i was always just like oh. like that we'd always me. be like they follow us around and not the other kids yeah you know that you know you know where i was never followed so i stole a lot um <laughs> was so you should have got followed so okay go ahead was um because we were indian kids and yeah. we went to this um what was the grocery store called? or the uh Hmm. Max Milk, um, mm-hmm. a corner store, and we mm-hmm. always would walk there and get candy. Mm-hmm. And um, the guy never followed us ever, nothing. And we stole so many candies. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but he was like, he loved us. Yeah. But he was a Indian in our small town. Yeah. And so he, oh, he should have followed oh, me. Oh, baby. Should have followed me. Oh, baby. I got a, yeah. I, I got a good bag. <laughs> Of sour patch with kids. I don't know you, my boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, like I just, I never, like it was never a question. Even when that lady ripped the bag out of my hand mm-hmm. because I went to grab my mom, my mom's pale. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's a white lady, and she. We were at American Eagle, and um, I went to pick up. Sorry, so she was buying me clothes, and I went in to pick up the what's it called. Uh, the bag mm-hmm. and this lady grabbed my hand and took it out because she thought I was stealing from my mother and I was like what yeah and my mom was just like that's my son and that was it but we never had a conversation about why that mm-hmm. happened again mm-hmm. until I was older and she was like oh yeah you were brown and I was like what like like <laughs> you didn't think that was important to tell me like I don't know there's just yeah. there's things that like that's why it like when do you talk to your kids about like well this is what's gonna happen because mm-hmm. that does that make them nervous or it's just better to know mm-hmm. it's probably just better to know i mean well i mean that's the that's that's one of those things about being black that you just like imagine having to sit your like seven-year-old down and be like hey mm-hmm. when you're outside you need to watch out for mm-hmm. this kinds of things you're not just teaching about strangers anymore mm-hmm. like it's like I, that got, but that's just one of those things about being black because you gotta just oh, that you just have to deal heartbreaking. with and there's nothing you can do about it like yeah. you have to teach your, that's you have you you have to teach your children about yeah. being black and what it means to be black the result of that you never know what's gonna happen until you get there just like how you were saying about how, how some kid like how uh, kids aren't the result of the parents like you just get what you get you may get somebody who yeah. understands it and just goes through life careful and just be cool you may get somebody who get pissed off and just start being a radical and just doing wild shit you may get somebody who's scared and timid and just you just don't know but do you think it's important to 
um almost like balance that conversation with like the reasons they should be proud of it too though so that it's not just like you're black and these are all the negative things but that's a part of teaching people about being black i feel yeah. like like it's not just the police is gonna beat your ass and my blah, blah 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 shit like you have a rich heritage of you have a rich lineage of multiple people who all over the world mm-hmm. different cultures and heritages and whatever the fuck like their black people aren't just victims of police brutality and they're the first nurses systemic, they're the uh, first they're the first nurses they're they're yeah. they're astronauts they're billionaires they're come on like the list goes on it's not just this the, yeah. this thing about despair which is a thing that i really fucking hate a lot about america is that the whole narrative that is always fucking pushed every day about black people is that we just these people who need help and that we ain't we just need everybody all the time and it's not that we just want y'all to just get the fuck out of our way and leave us the fuck alone so we can do what the fuck we want to do because let us be great. when y'all let us be when y'all put y'all foot on our fucking necks we become astronauts yeah so just let us live yeah but i don't know hmm. okay i think you might have answered a few of these um <laughs> um i'm real passionate about this black shit yeah surprisingly enough <laughs> i don't know why but <laughs> Okay, yeah, so I was going to say, when did you realize or were told that your blackness would be seen as a negative? No I one told you. But I learned, I got, like, real into it. I would say, like, I I realized it during the Trayvon shit, but to be real with you, I'm going to say in, like, the last, like, six years is when it really just been, like, nah, I'm about to, like, I'm, fuck you, I'm black. <laughs> amazing like it's like you at first so, it was just like at first it was like i'm just black but now it's like no fuck you i'm black. yeah so when that stuff happened then when you were a kid to you and your sister mm-hmm. did you did that happen and then you just moved on from it like in your brain like you didn't start thinking about Mm-mm. that anymore because i didn't have nothing to go right. i didn't have nobody to could, you it was just like nobody an told me what yeah yeah it was just a fight with some random white bitch and her brothers like yeah <laughs> yeah um when you were child mm-hmm. let's start child not teenager mm-hmm. were you ever like given a situation that like celebrates your blackness Mm-mm. teenager no adult i mean i guess now but it's just because yeah. i just do it myself did you ever have any like I, like when i when i tell you that like up until i was in like my sophomore year of college, nobody ever told me what blackness was, taught me what blackness was, celebrated blackness, nothing. Like So anything. to you, you were just Edmund Hogan. I was just Edmund. Yeah. Getting these subconscious like messages that I didn't know what the fuck like mm-hmm. thinking I'm ugly as fuck. Well, but and like you, not that, having any reason why you know I what? believe that. That was probably though also like um like the thought of that being aligned with blackness was probably overshadowed by you being like i'm gay yeah so maybe that probably also takes more would, of the like yeah. well maybe i think i'm ugly because i'm gay and not the stereotype or like these are like you know mm-hmm. all those things rather than mm-hmm. maybe it's a racial thing yeah what a mess honey it's pretty ghetto <laughs> what a it's mess <laughs> when you don't know you when you don't know your blackness and you just like going through life without like holding on to that shit it's very ghetto but once you get it it's like oh no i'm lit now nah. <laughs> i'm lit fuck y'all nigga. i'm sexy as fuck <laughs> what did uh that just reminded me of brooke uh valentine mm-hmm. brooke valentine she was on love and hip-hop and she was like talking to this girl and she was like oh you got a you got a husband and a side 
whatever. Mm. Uh-huh. Oh, you lit. Oh, you lit. <laughs> That's that just reminded me. You got a husband and a sign. You lit. Oh, you lit. You're like, you're like, once I figure out my blackness, oh, I'm lit. Mm. <laughs> Brooke Valentine it's just like, there. Brooke just comes in. She's like, oh, he lit. It's right. <laughs> oh, he lit. That's funny. I just really need to turn the heat off because, like, I'm sweating. I don't know how you're surviving right now. I'm sweating. Yeah, it's pretty hot. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm back. Um, go, go, go. So, if you were never given the opportunity, or like told or shown to celebrate your blackness, mm-hmm. when was like the first time you saw someone else, whether it's in your personal life or like TV, movie, something like celebrate? Being black. Beyonce. I'd celebrate too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot to celebrate. <laughs> but it's weird too, because like Remember that be... one time when someone was like, So you are Beyonce? And she was like, Thank you. Like Thank you. like she's like, that's a compliment. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank I you. I am. Thank you. I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> if someone said I'm your neck, I'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. mm. My bad. <laughs> but yeah. anyway. Um Beyonce. Beyonce is when I started to just like cause she that's when she started making the music that was just like for black people. Is when I started to just be like it was her and like Solange kind of just did that. But like it's weird. Everyone always leaving out Michelle. God damn. Solange is her sister, fool. She wasn't in Justin oh, Shaw. Who's the other one? Kelly Rowan? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Kelly. Oh, no. Oh. I was like, wait. He's talking about Destiny Shaw right now? <laughs> oh. That's funny. Oh, man. No. Um, what was I about to say? Her and Solange. No, something else. Celebrating. Um. It was little messages and songs and shit that I would hear growing up that I never really just like fully understand until I got older. And now that I listen to the shit, now I was like, oh, damn, like that was teaching me about being black years ago. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it until now. But yeah. Mm, who were your black role models? Were as a kid and are now? Were. Which is all the rappers and shit. Um, now, it's like Solange. Vince Staples. Um, always Vince Staples. I love him. I, I want to be, be like, what's friends. your favorite vegetable? You I want to be like, so Vince Staples once so bad. <laughs> um, Solange, Vince, motherfucking uh, Obama, motherfucking... Just everybody. Just everybody who just black and just like unapologetic about it. It's just like like anybody who saw Tiffany Hash look at that girl and go, This isn't a costume. Yes. And just And you know what is so unfortunate (laughs) for that girl is like in entertainment, like Mm -hmm. when someone changes that you call it a costume change. Mm -hmm. And Tiffany just didn't have the time that day. (laughs) (laughs) This is wealth. This is what this is what it like when you got money. This is not a costume. When girl was I'm like, not the girl was like, I'm just gonna try to bury myself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that poor child. I know because it is called a costume change. But Tiffany was like, she was like what we're not gonna do on so TV. Listen to me. I'm sorry, you're the you're the martyr. And so listen to me. This is for <laughs> all the black girls. <laughs> yeah. I'm so sorry you had to be 
the the person. I'm sorry, you got to get this, yeah. but here it goes. The sacrificial <laughs> lamb. She like, what do you do? That shit was so crazy when she said that. I was like, oh no! And that girl just kept being like, I want to die. I want to die. I want to oh, die. No, I want to yeah. die. I no. want to die. Somebody should have saved. Somebody should have saved that white girl. They just let her die. Yeah. Everybody just walked by and let like her die. It's like not even her fault, but like. <laughs> You know, she had this guy. She had to take one. Steep. Damn. Super steep. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But yeah, man. Tiffany. I love Tiffany. I love her. You so know who much. I love? So Regina funny. Hall. Her too. Oh, she's so funny. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Hated her dress at the Oscars, but beautiful. Oh, man. Thank you. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Just black people. <laughs> like, who are your black role models? You're like, black people. Black people. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, Stacey Dash then is... Uh, She's not black. Okay. Um, Candace Owens. She's not black either. Okay. She's black, but I don't like her. Mm-hmm. Respect her. Don't like her. Mm. She's smart. And I understand why I she is the way her she... say it. Damn. She's, she's smart. And when, I understand where, why she... Where? She's, she's brilliant. But... She's able to stay on relevant, which is brilliant. What has she said she that's not, like listen, smart? She not... She not poor, so she has to. Trump is brilliant. It's just they're. Thank you for listening to the podcast. these motherfuckers. Is just the evil villains. <laughs> I don't know. Evil villains know. can be smart, but they still evil villains. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I lost, lost me there. <laughs> um. So, what is an ally to you? a motherfucker that's willing to die about this shit like i am if you ain't ready to go to jail you ain't ready to, to fight a motherfucker you ain't ready to so will smith a bitch will smith a bitch then i don't want your bullshit ass fucking support and that's just facts because that's what it's going to come down to too that's what it could come down to and if yeah. i don't think that you gonna be down like you're supposed to be down i ain't baby are you down down down, down down that's down. why i fuck with hagan so heavy because like i know Regardless of all the other bullshit. <laughs> Woo! You ain't got <laughs> to worry about Regardless of all me. the other bullshit. I know that if it ever came down to some real shit, like, if it get there, he like, oh, no, we about to body these niggas. It's yeah. over. So. I was going to say, there's a lot of people who. It's a lot of performative. Performative. Yeah. Yeah, performative activism. No, they just don't really give a fuck. They just oh, want to not look bad. Oh, they can't see that. One of the things fell off the wall. <laughs> Literally behind you. I was like, oh. <laughs> this fucking room is falling apart guys you can't everything see everything is just this room is crazy so we had like soundproofing things up and they all are just falling off I the wall like, one I by was one up here for like three hours putting longer longer and they all are just and falling just down now there's an echo and like, and like it's, a, it's we're budget we're budget we're on a budget you know what i gotta do i need to just like bottom hundred and fifty dollar ones the big ones that you just can like put in the wall put in the wall yeah and just get like five of them over the next like six months because <laughs> like it's just because we're really is, struggling out here if y'all seen this room baby y'all please donate <laughs> the, the amount of boxes everywhere please and, send like, us a paypal cash stop, no. like help no <laughs> please no. help we're making it work um yeah there's a lot of performative activism mm-hmm. sorry performative activists i mean that's the world of social media but i almost think that's like inevitable because like there well be- yeah because if you don't speak up you are a piece of shit and you're canceled and your life's over, right? But, but there's people who like too. don't know how to help or are like also people who 
don't want to, but, mm-hmm. but like speak because or like repost speak because they feel mm-hmm. like, well, I'd rather post this than be canceled. But if it really came down to it, those people are not. But I hate all there. of that shit you saying because it don't help nothing. Like that's, yeah. that's why I hate people who just be like when the whole shit was going on in 2020 with the marches and shit like that, like people who would just call out influencers or call out brands yeah. like that. I hated that shit because that leaves that opens up the doors for, for, for performance film. I'd rather a motherfucker just be quiet because they don't give a fuck. These people taking selfies at the rally. I would rather you just not go out there and march. I'd rather you not post nothing. I'd rather you just be quiet as fuck and just show me you don't give a fuck. Remember when someone did something and Madison Beer was like, psych, I got a video of you, this bitch. This motherfucker walk out there talking about some goddamn, these, guys, these people at the Black Lives Matter protest, join me, Madison Beer was like, bitch, I got you on camera throwing shit at them. Madison Beer was like, well, look at this red video like, right here real quick. It's crazy because when I pull up this video, I just see you. That's you right there? <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> She's like, that's you? <laughs> Shout out to Madison Beer. Uh, yeah. No, I agree. But, yeah, no, I would rather people just be like quiet and just don't say nothing because. Let the people who give a fuck do something about it and say yeah. something about it yeah um okay i think you kind of answered this though like well maybe i don't know mm-hmm. what was the first experience you remember um when it comes to racial injustice and how old were you um doctor if i can remember was the trayvon shit and i want to say i was a freshman in college so i was like 18 did you ask your parents like or you just saw it and you were like, I just oh. saw it all over the news. And then I just like, that was the first time. Cause you were like, Oh, it's because he's black. Yeah. Hmm. Cause even then I ain't even gonna hold you. Like around that time I was still like, I still didn't really fully understand. I mean, I fully understand, but like being, I wasn't deep in my blackness as I well, as I am now. So like when the shit happened initially, I was just like how everybody else all these, not everybody else. All these other dumb motherfuckers was like, "Oh, this is a one-off incident. Like this right. don't happen all the time." Like blah blah blah. Until I got to look at Kelly pulled me. To, first of all, Kelly pulled me together. She said she gathered you real she quick. She gathered me. She Woo! gathered me. She's like, Nick, it, Kelly will Kelly will gather. She's like, you. I'm your friend, baby. Stop. <laughs> one thing about Kelly, she's gonna get you together for sure without no swears at all. I'm gonna cuss you the fuck out. Kelly's gonna make you feel stupid. Kelly, Kelly's Kelly makes first. you feel. So it sticks with you longer. Yes. Because she just will, she'll tell you so eloquently Mm -hmm. how stupid you are. Mm -hmm. She get that from her dad. With the punctuation and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. MLA format. Oh, bitch. (laughs) Double spaced. What is she in my phone as? Um, um, diver- no diversity inclusion coach. Yeah, diversity (laughs) inclusion coach. (laughs) But, um... What was I saying? She gathered you. She gathered me. Um, it wasn't until I got to looking at like the case and just like seeing how everything played out to where I was just like, oh, like that shit crazy. Yeah. Like, how did that, that change crazy. the way you think? Did you did you was, ever think? How old were you? I was like uh, 19, 18, 19. So you were already driving. Like, mm-hmm. had you ever been pulled over by the police? So. Before that? Yes. And did you think... It was, or were you doing some stupid shit no, like speeding? No, no, no. that was when um, I was in like uh, middle school, elementary school. That's when me, my brother, and my sister got pulled over. Did I tell you that story? It was me, my brother, and my sister. We had just left from um, the only car story I know is about your mom. Ooh, we. Uh, 
<laughs> it was me, my brother, and my sister, and we were leaving from uh, a movie theater in this white city, um, city town, whatever. This is where the white people live at. Um, and I remember we had got pulled over because my brother had a warrant that I didn't know about. Um, and when they pulled us over, they got us all out the car. Told us to get all, all, told us all to get out the car, and we got out. And then they were searching the car, which is illegal. You can't just search people's cars without probable cause. And you didn't have any because we all just teenagers. But whatever. Well, I mean, I guess they had probable cause because my brother had a warrant, so whatever, fine. They was uh, searching the car, and they found it was, it was dropping my mom's car, and she used to smoke her car at the time. So they found one of her uh, her roaches from like her her joints, and she used to smoke the car. And they got to asking us. Um, if it was ours and we like no it's my mama car like she like this is her show blah, blah, blah. and so they got the searching us it was a dude cop that had searched my sister which is completely you cannot they had they were supposed to have called a, a, a female cop to come out there and search my sister but he was just searching her and touching all on her little shit since it was it was wild and i'm sitting there pissed off because i'm like bro because yeah. she was crying she was yeah. like scared she was going on so i'm serious i'm like bro like, what the fuck is y'all doing and then the cop is telling me i need to calm down all this little shit like that like just doing all that wild shit and like again like again like i was young i didn't know i was like the time was like these being dickheads like what the fuck is y'all doing like you see she crying like like what the fuck why y'all taking my brother like we keep like me and my sister was like under in like it was like 10 11 12 13 something like that oh wow and my brother was the only one that could drive so we just like bro why would y'all take my brother in and we just how the fuck we gonna get home what the fuck is wrong with y'all like what are y'all doing and eventually like we was able to call my mama and come get us and shit like that but i didn't know what that shit was until later down the road because the only reason why they even stopped us from the get-go was because it was a car full of black kids it was in my mama car my brother's what my brother was not on the insurance my brother did like like his name his face was not connected to that car y'all just put us over because it was black and y'all oh. just don't happen to find out that he had a warrant which y'all ran his id so they were like yes exactly because now they have like just exactly so that's all that shit was hmm. Hmm. what was the original i don't even think i answered. um the first like moment that you can remember like racial injustice oh, okay so then boom there you yeah go. that and then the trayvon shit so um, how do you think that your blackness has changed the way you like navigate through society? Um, like, and just like daily things. I realized a long time ago that I don't live in the same world as everybody else. And I can't do the same thing as everybody else. And I don't have the same rights as everybody else. And I don't, I'm not going to get treated the same way as everybody else. Like my world that I live in, that I see every day is not the same thing everybody else sees. Yeah. And that's just something that, now and it's not only that, but when I tell niggas what it is that I'm living, they don't believe it. Yeah. So it's almost like because as somebody who, even though I've gone through a couple similar things, mm-hmm. it is so hard to imagine. Yeah. Those things, like it's like I've lived in a world where like that seems impossible Mm -hmm. it also just like the average daily life of an american seems impossible to me Mm -hmm. like trying Mm -hmm. to explain to my mother what healthcare is like there versus here it like it seems like i'm lying Mm -hmm. and these stories are so um i don't want to say stories but like the everyday life Mm -hmm. of a black person Mm -hmm. seems far-fetched because how on earth could those 
things, those injustices happen. Mm-hmm. How on earth could someone be pulled over because th- of the color of their skin? That is yeah. like, it seems impossible. So when I think white people or just people are com- combative or like don't believe it, mm-hmm. it's like, it doesn't seem possible. Mm-hmm. And then once you start to see, you're like, holy like it's the world is it's cra- it, it just mm. blows my mind. But I've been living with that for the past twenty something years, and like that's heartbreaking. Like that blows my mind mm. that at like ten years old, you watch all this stuff happen, mm. and not a crime was committed, nothing was committed. It was simply because mm. you're black. That mm. is like it's to think about is crazy. I couldn't imagine mm. living it. Mm-hmm. Like. It's fucked. Yeah, it's it like the more we are together, and the more life changes, and like the world changes, mm-hmm. the more my dream of having kids, I don't want to, mm-hmm. because I couldn't imagine having to sit our children down, mm-hmm. talk to them about about this. God forbid, our children come home. And that happened. Mm-hmm. Or we get called by somebody and that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. to put a kid through that mm-hmm. and, and almost, like, force them into this world because my dream is to have kids mm-hmm. seems so selfish. Yeah. N- like, knowing that, like, this is the life they're going to have. Mm-hmm. At this point, depending... I don't want to say everyone, but, like, Garcelle, she's just, like, she's spoken so outwardly, so she brought it and I, I only watch housewives mm-hmm. so like she's opened my mind mm-hmm. a lot too yeah is she said like people would say to her like but why would you have to go through that because she's rich as mm-hmm. f- <laughs> like she's rich as shit mm-hmm. and and she'd always have to tell her she's like i'd say to my white friends it doesn't matter how much money i have it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how famous i am it doesn't matter that i just finished filming a movie mm-hmm. it does not matter don't. i'm black yeah like so it almost seems like no matter what kind of privilege and life we could give our kids, they're still going to experience these horrible things. And yeah. it feels selfish that I would want to have kids knowing that they're going to go through that. Mm-hmm. But like you've lived it. Yeah. So it's obviously like a, doable. A doable. Like I know that sounds horrible, <laughs> right? But like, mm-hmm. oh, it just makes my soul like to think that a 10 year old. Mm-hmm. would have to go through that anybody would have to go through that but yeah. a kid who's like so pure mm-hmm. oh i could barf yeah. at the thought it could barf, barf. Yeah. Um. Mm. what was your experience in the workplace in any workplace at any time because you've had a lot of jobs mm-hmm. being black has that ever, do you think has that's ever affected the way you were treated in a workplace? You work in like a white as hell environment now. You seem to be the happiest. I work as well. um, <laughs> but you seem to be happy where you work right now. Mm-hmm. But do you think that it's ever, like you've been treated differently in the workplace? Yeah. Or um, how have you like navigated that? Because you seem to just be like, whatever about it now. Because you work with, like, wild people. <laughs> yes. But, like, you've been able to now be, like, 
they are who they are mm. i don't care it's not my job yeah well i mean i don't give a f- well I, yeah, my, like, my not but my not giving a f- is from the fact that i can't do anything about it so like i can either sit here and be pissed off every day because like i go to work and motherfuckers got black jokes out the ass motherfuckers talking about shit they don't know what the fuck you're talking about like every like when you black in environments like that especially when you black and working class especially when you black and you working class and the majority of the people that you are around are white conservatives you gonna get all the microaggressions all the people opinions about shit they got nothing to do with them like oh if he didn't put his hand if he didn't run at the police he was like you gonna get that all day every day so if you not if you can't stomach that you can't work there and like I don't have no option but to work there because I don't have no college. Let's be real. I ain't got a college degree. I don't have no skills outside of like driving a truck. So it's just like it's 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 deal with it or be or die. Like deal, yeah. deal with it and, or don't work. Yeah. Like when that girl said you should have stood up and said something to those guys when they were commenting. Without about- understand with that she that she don't know what the fuck she's talking about because I don't have the privilege to do that. Yeah because i'm black and if i was to say that i'm black so, and i'm gay for context so if I, oh yeah because they don't know mm-hmm. um co-workers were saying some stuff about trans people no i was at this work site <laughs> no yeah because you bought <laughs> oh it was, was the work this, it was the guy i was at this work site because i work at uh no way did it happen yeah work. finally um i was at I work for this door company and we deliver to construction sites and um <laughs> and I was at this construction site. I was at this site. Um I mean, I was gonna say site. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna construction site, so we're at this site and I'm I work a lot. There's a, like a lot of it's a lot of thoughts going through my head. Um It's just a bunch of hoes, just a lot of thoughts going through your head. <laughs> just it's literally. Um We I was delivering to this place not a site um a shelter for transgender uh people um in detroit and when i was delivering the doors and hardware and shit that i was delivering to the guy like that i was talking like the the rep for the construction company that was there i was just talking to the guy because i always talk to them whenever i'm at the site just because i got to sit here and wait for them to unload shit um and he basically was just being transphobic as hell and i didn't like say to him what i wanted to say to him about my thoughts about how stupid he was about being transphobic um and i made a TikTok about it and then this girl commented that i should have said to him what i was telling them about how i felt about the whole thing and she didn't understand i think she understood that i was at work she just got backlash from other people and she wanted to cut her, her cover her ass but yeah she was basically saying that, like, I should have said, like, I should have just, like, defended transgender people in that moment and, like, instead of, spoke she, up instead of making a TikTok. Just, instead of making a TikTok. And, like, me and other people was explaining to her that, like, I don't have that privilege as a black gay man because I work for white conservatives. Imagine what would happen if I was to get into an argument with this white conservative at a job site on the clock about transgender people. And then my, I went back to my boss and we lost a client or they called and complained or whatever it may be because one of his employees decided to get into an argument with a white conservative about transgender people and how he thinks that they're people isn't well and that's the best outcome the worst outcome is can't you carry a gun can't you well he probably didn't have no gun on this job but you don't know that you know what i mean like 
it's uh what is it defend your stand your ground state it's a stand your ground state yeah all he has to say is that you did something and you're immediately in the wrong but he ain't because you're black he ain't hash it on him though but no like, but like case okay, so he calls the police you know what i mean like the way that this has gone yeah yeah the way that this has like, gone for it, so if, many if people if i could have if i wouldn't got into an argument with this type with the person of his nature who feels so freely to speak so freely to speak about that when i didn't bring it up at all he probably has the propensity to be violent when somebody addresses him and he probably could have we probably could have gotten into an altercation which means the police would have been called which means that the police would have been calling the black man which means that i would have immediately been the threat the problem whatever it may be when the police like it's deeper than just you should have like it's it's, it's deeper than easy. what the fuck it's not as easy as you think it is to just defend people as a black man when you work for white people who don't give a fuck about black trans whatever the, i mean not yeah but yeah um that's what that was so where were you going with that because you brought it up <laughs> oh just like how being black has how do you feel oh, it's been in your yeah so like place? i mean it is what it's like being black in the world you just gotta just stomach it all day every day because what i want to do is smack the shit out of niggas all day every fucking day but that's not a reality how does it feel though to like have this understanding that in the world you have to go about the world as if you're like lesser than and understand that you can't say certain things or do certain mm. things while being someone who does celebrate and is proud of being mm. black like how does that because that's a very big juxtaposition it's hard it's very difficult. There's days that I get up and I feel like I don't matter at all. And it don't, it, nothing is, it is debilitating to my mental state no. all day, every fucking day. No. But then I have to pull myself back. It's like, it's just, that's just what it, that's just, that's just what it is, man. But I live, but I also live in America, right? I could be this in a third world country. So I kind of think about yeah. it like that too. But like, mm. It is what it is, man. Hey, guys, we are actually ending episode one here because this is a lot to digest. Um, we spoke about a lot of stuff. A lot of it got really heavy and we spoke for two hours. So we don't want to overwhelm you with that much, if that makes sense. Um, and we don't want to have to cut everything out, too, to make it fit one episode. So this is episode one going to end here. And then episode two will be next week. So I hope you enjoyed and love you guys so much.